Thank you for calling Lipstone Insurance Group. This is Joey Ann. Can I speak to Josh, please? He's actually on another line. Hold on, hold on Joey. He, yeah. I believe he just got off the phone, okay? Hold okay. on for one second. Yep. Thank you. Hi, Joey. How are you? Josh Lipstone. How you doing? I'm doing well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Golan. Let's get into it. Oh, just staying busy. We bought an agency April 1st, so that's why uh, someone else besides me answered the phone. Part of that acquisition was acquiring an employee. Kind of weird to come into the office every morning and it's not just my father and I, there's someone else. We've been staying very busy with that. Went through an office renovation as to kind of accommodate a new employee and just staying busy, busy, busy. I've never been so on the fence or so split evenly on an idea than I have of the idea of buying agencies. I want to love it. I want to hate it. I'm not quite sure what I'm going to actually end up doing to it. And that was my good buddy Josh Lipstone of the Lipstone Insurance Group talking about his agency and how they just recently bought another agency which actually netted them a new employee which would actually be pretty weird. Now, again, I work for a pretty small agency, a little bit bigger than Josh's, but again, we haven't seen a new employee in our office for probably 20 years, 15 years. I don't know. Let's put it this way. I was the last person hired, uh, to put it to you that way. And um, I guess I wasn't counting myself being hired. I haven't been working there 20 years, but you get what I'm saying. The idea and what we're going to talk about today, and and we're going to get into it throughout the, the, the different things that Josh is going to tell us is that I just, I always, there's something in me that is afraid to buy other people's work. I don't know if that's legitimate. I don't know if that's right. I know there's probably some people that listen to this that have bought multiple agencies. I've never done it. That are telling me you're crazy, Joey. I'm sitting over here on my, you know, Scrooge McDuck swimming pool of money and you're an idiot. Whether it's that much or not, I don't know. But there is just something in the back of my head that says, well, I'm, I'm really just paying for somebody else's ability to go out and create relationships. And am I going to be able to keep those relationships available? And how is it going to go? You know, I mean, every deal is not created equally. Is this something that you can consistently look for? Is this something you can systematize? Or are you just going to have to keep an eye out for the rare ones when they do come along? So far, it's it's going pretty well. Um, we were we were pretty blessed that it was all owner financing, so we didn't have to worry about involving banks or lenders or anything of that nature. So it's gone very smoothly so far. So fingers crossed, it keeps going like that for the next ten years. I'm glad things are going smoothly for Josh and his dad and Steve. Steve, hello, Steve. Big shout out to Steve. Big fan of Steve Lipstone, I think. I've only talked to him a few times, but I like Josh, so I got to like Steve, right? And uh, and the idea that um, it's going well, it's going smooth, and he hopes it goes smooth for the next 10 years. You know, they're lucky that there wasn't any financing, you know, from third parties. That sounds nice. It seems like that kind of stuff would be annoying just, you know, in the, you know, the setting up of the deal, right? Like the initial legwork and, and getting all that squared away. But once you do it, it seems like it's going to be much like a mortgage. You set it in place and regardless of who it is, it's just going to be done. Uh, and then you're just going to keep 
going and paying it and wondering why you're paying so much money for something for a really long time. Uh, maybe, maybe again, I'm, I'm fully, uh, I'm again, no experience to speak of, you know, we really got serious about buying an agency about a year or two ago. And that's the closest we ever got. Uh, it was actually an agency located right next door to us. We have, yes, we have an agency right next door to our office and, um, and we were going to buy it, uh, but we needed, they wanted us to buy the building, but we didn't need the building because we had a building right next door. But actually in surprising twist, uh, this sounds weird. Actually, now I'm telling the story. It sounds weirder than it actually is in reality, but we have cousins who are in the insurance business in like a town over and they actually bought it. So like the insurance agency next to us is like kind of cousins, they're distant cousins, but related to us. Weird story, right? That's the closest we've ever got. So I'm pure ignorance here. I just want to share Josh's story, you know, kind of his point of view of, of being on the inside dealing with this. And, and it's really what he's going to say towards the end of the show that I really think is, is probably the most interesting thing that he's going to talk about. But again, much like maybe even Josh and myself, I honestly wouldn't know what to look for. And, you know, since we both work with our dads, it's kind of natural to defer to the, uh, the, the guy that has more experience. Yeah, I, um, my dad was the one that, you know, did 99% of, of everything. He would, you know, fill me in, you know, okay, this is where it is, you know, this is what we're thinking. And he, the agency that we purchased is another Erie agency. I mean, they were 90 plus percent Erie and that's our number one company as well. So it just made sense for us to do that. And, you know, their customer base was pretty similar to what we had as well. It worked out. Two things from that. One, and this is something that I, again, where I said I love and I hate it. You know, Josh said his dad did 99% of the, the work. As we you know, when we were thinking about acquiring that other agency that I told you about, my dad was doing 99% of the work, uh, maybe with a few extra percents with my uncles who, you know, were in on the conversations maybe a little more in depth than I was. But the idea that there's something, you know, again, I sit here on this show and talk to you about things that most of the time I have experience on, but sometimes I just really talk from somewhere else occasionally. But most of the time I try and speak from experience. And this is one area where I can't. And I was, I'm actually, I feel scared. Again, this is scared is a word that, you know, I'm, this is something that I'm not comfortable talking about. I have no knowledge of. So I almost didn't do the show because of that. I thought, ah, that's silly. We're going to do it anyways, even though I might not be giving you the best information because I don't really have much to draw from, but I can share Josh's story. But it's the idea that there is something out there that I don't know a lot about. And it's a almost an entire strategy for growing an agency that I'm not very familiar with. And, and I'm very intimidated by just the, the inner workings, the mechanics, the moving parts. And I would imagine that there's got to be something like that that you're dealing with, with your agency. This is mine, right? Like this whole <laughs> growing by acquisition sort of thing. Really just, I just don't know enough about it. I don't even know the right questions. I mean, I guess I would know some of the right questions to ask, but just logically, but not tons from experience. And so I wanted, that's, that's one of the first things that I found, you know, me and Josh being of similar age and very similar situations, kind of having very similar outcomes in this, this shared sort of shared experience is just, Wow. If we had to do this on their own, would we even really be doing it successfully or doing it right? Or would it matter? And we'd just be able to make it up and whatever we ended up making up would actually be right anyways. I don't know. As I'm talking in circles and trying to get through this self-therapy session and maybe depressing your own car ride into work, my apologies for that. The other thing that I took away from what Josh said was that it was another Erie insurance agency and that's primary, that's, that's their primary company. 
And I honestly was a little confused. I didn't know what to think about when I first heard that. I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. Now, obviously, it's a good thing from the standpoint that it's it's a company that they're very familiar with. So the clients that they're bringing on, they should be able to service in a way that is pretty streamlined and effective and efficient already. And it's not really going to disrupt things. They know the game. They know the company. They know really uh, mostly about what's going to happen. But at the same time, I would think that, at least in my opinion, one of the biggest appeals of buying an agency would be allowing yourself to open up another direct market that you could have access to. And being the independent agents that we are, you know, having more options is better in in that capacity. I'm always telling you to focus, focus, focus. But for whatever reason, I don't know that that applies to the companies that we offer just because I don't like insurance companies enough or trust them enough to have to be exclusive, right? To, to be tied to just one or two companies. I don't have faith in them to have their heads on, right? All the time to where I want more options. I want more safety nets. So I guess that would be the thing that kind of really, I was like, well, is this a good thing? Maybe I think in some capacity, but in another capacity is, did you miss an opportunity to maybe add another bigger name with a direct appointment to, you know, you know, part of that purchase is buying that direct appointment with another company. You don't have to worry about, you know, again, bringing on and, and building up the, the equity yourself to get that direct appointment with that other company that you are often up against that you don't have, which I could sit here and stand on my soapbox all day. I don't think I will today, but just talking about how backwards the PNC world is with the appointment system and the amount of business you need to bring to them to, to justify having them in your portfolio. So to being so gracious enough, to be so lucky enough to sell their policies to people, again, coming from the health insurance world, that doesn't happen. We can, we're mercenaries. We can sign up with whoever we want and I don't need to sell a single policy with anybody. Same thing with life insurance. I just think it's time PNC get in the game. Now, I, I get it that there are some technicalities, some, some you know mechanics that maybe make that a little more challenging, but I don't think it's ultimately a big enough excuse. But now let's really get into what this entire show is. I guess 10 minutes in, it's about time, right? Let's really get into the meat and potatoes of what I think is the biggest lesson to take away from here. Yeah. Oh, it is. It is. I know that Jason did a podcast. I want to say the guy's name was Ron something. Maybe he's from Texas. And he talked about how it's a lot easier instead of going out and taking one customer at a time to just buy all the customers that you want at once. So, and then, you know, what you said, I'm looking forward to, you know, in the next five to 10 years, whenever, because we keep hearing, oh, the the workforce is getting older and they're gonna all retire. I'm just looking forward to when that actually happens and just start buying them left and right and growing that way. Josh is going all in and splashing the pot while doing it to quote or reference one of my favorite Matt Damon movies, Rounders, maybe just maybe favorite movies overall, Rounders. I should watch that again. It's awesome. I think we watched like every day in college. I had a roommate that had a bit of a gambling problem. Might make sense. But the point is, is that I don't know. I've never been so, again, I've said 50-50, like this entire show, like maybe uneasy is the best word about something, about a strategy. And Josh is is pretty committed to it, it sounds like, at least in this capacity where he's excited about everybody retiring and going and inquiring all of these different agencies that are just getting ready to, to, to cash out, essentially. And 
I don't. I would have to imagine that the client base would have to be a, a pretty old with them. You know, you'd have to be inheriting a pretty old client base. Now, again, if you're mainly PNC focused, I guess I don't know. People don't really stop driving when they get old, even though they might should. But that's a whole entire podcast, maybe even an entire series of podcasts on its own. The idea that this business is somehow safer is is the idea. Can we buy? our clients all at once. Is that a good idea? I don't know. It was, it was interesting. I didn't listen to Jason's podcast because I'm a bad friend and partner. Uh, but Josh did. And the idea just hearing the buying all your customers at once in theory, it sounds like, yes, this is awesome. Why am I not doing this? But then I actually stop and think it's like, well, wait a second. If I'm, if I'm buying them all at once, I just, I've, I'm going to talk in circles again and tell me if, if you have this, I would love to hear if you have this internal debate about the whole agency purchasing system of you know how fast, how slow are these things going to just slowly dissipate to where, you know, you've bought them all at once, but then they, I want to say they all leave at once. But again, from last show, talking about somebody's cousin's uncle's brother's mother sort of thing. You know, there's always, you know, once that agency is purchased, there's always a pretty good excuse. There's always somebody that's getting into the business or has been in the business that this is a pretty darn good excuse to go talk to them about your insurance and, and really kind of fighting off those those cousins, brothers, sisters, mothers, uncles type people of the world and how they cannot be encroaching on this new acquisition, this purchase, this this lump sum. The question is, is it fool's gold though? Is it, are we buying all of our customers at once and are they going to remain as valuable as they need to be throughout that purchase? Because again, it's not like you just slap a 20 down on the table and you walk away with all of your new shiny customers. This is something that is going to be continued to be purchased for a long time. And the value needs to remain at a very, I guess, high level or a certain level in any respects. And is that going to happen? I don't know. Never done it. Just questions that I'm asking myself that if you are in the game of, of, of buying businesses or agencies, if you are considering it, if you're a younger agent just getting started and it's something you hear a lot about, you might be asking yourself the same question. So I thought instead of me just asking them to myself and nobody listening, well, it might be better if we all just ask them together. I don't know. It's probably worse. You might have just hated yourself for spending the last 14 minutes and 15 seconds listening to these questions being asked of myself and of to you. But I think it's an interesting conversation to have. And what does happen, I guess, more or less to that business, to those agents that are going to be riding off into the sunset and calling it quits and looking for a watering hole to kind of cash out in? Are, are we going to be that destination or do we not want those clients? I don't know. Just questions to ask you. Something to think about. Right now, I'm thinking that I might want to take a little bit of the business, but ultimately, I want my own. probably waiting for me to start talking and saying something stupid and random and maybe talk about grow and things like that. I'm not going to do it. I'm not doing it this time. You can listen to the outro music by yourself. I'm not going to talk about grow. I'm not going to make any stupid jokes about people buying garbage. You know, by garbage, I'm not picking through my garbage. I'm not going to talk about any video games that I've been playing or TV shows that I've been watching. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to do it. Just listen to this outro music on your own. I could probably turn it up for you, but I'm not going to. You're going to have to listen to the faded out outro music. 
because I don't want to talk about grow or make any some weird analogy. Even if you did want to leave a rating or review, I'm not going to tell you to do that either. Not going to do it. So don't. Hope you like the show, though. Hope you have a good weekend or a good commute or a good dinner when you get home. Not going to do it. Thanks for listening. It's been fun. Make it stop now. See you out there.